Hello again, this is World Pastor Tony Alama saying this is program number 727. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. They are free, including the postage and handling. Just let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape. I'm going to be bringing a message, a continuation of the message. We're beginning the book of Luke. I'm in the first chapter, and we have music and also letters. But right now, let's pray. Father, uh, let your spirit reign throughout the entire world. These messages are geared, Lord, by you to bring the kingdom of heaven to this world, to this evil, wicked world. You want your will to be done in this world as it is in heaven. And everything is your will in heaven. You would never allow any longer any sin to occur in the kingdom of heaven. The first sin was that Satan decided to be like the Mosiah God. Not to rule as you do, but to rule uh, in this present world uh, and in the kingdom of heaven. You threw him out, and so he thought, well, I couldn't uh, hoodwink God, but human beings are easy to hoodwink. So he threw Adam and Eve's soul by lying to Eve, and she believed it and became Satan's first evangelist and got her husband recruited into Satan's witchcraft. And, Father, now we uh, all must die because of what happened. The Satan told her that we wouldn't die, but we do. And um, so, Lord, people really need to be straightened out in these last days. And so I ask that you do the ministering here today and the miracles. The miracles of healing, the miracles of salvation, the miracles of providing every need of all your people. Whatever their need may be, Lord, they're healed. Their body is telling them that they're not healed. The devil is telling them that they're not healed. But you said you are healed. By my stripes, you were, you are healed. You're healed. And so we need to just remember that to receive it. Father, let souls be saved and healed. And let them prosper as you stated that they would prosper. If they start doubting these things. And start worrying about the finances that they need to put gas in their cars, such menial things. And to put food in their refrigerators and their cupboards. These are things that you uh, supply abundantly to your children. And you'll do that for anyone that serves you with all their heart, soul, mind, and strands. But we don't want to do that. Well, then you'll have to starve and, you know, count your pennies to put a gallon of gas in your car. And all the other things is what the Lord is saying to you. So, Father, let them receive the gospel because it's for their benefit. And uh, let them rebuke Satan because Satan is coming after everybody. He knows his time is short and he's doing everything in his power to. He's angry. He's full of wrath. And so we just have to uh, watch the program and watch him doing these wrathful things and just resist him. And we need to rebuke him in the name of Jesus and by the, which is the word of God. Lord, and we ask that you do continue to pour out your spirit on me that he may be rebuked. 
I rebuke you, Satan, in the name of Jesus. And you lay your hands off all the sick and afflicted. Lay your hands off of their finances. Open up doors for them, windows of heaven, and let everyone rejoice in that you are a God that does not lie and that you cannot die and you will do everything that you said you would if they just serve you, love you, and keep your commandments. Lord, rebuke Satan and uh, give power to all your people, Father God, throughout the entire world. We love our brothers and sisters, and we love those that love you and keep the commandments. And therefore, we ask to invite everybody to come into Christ tonight, this afternoon, this morning, whenever you're listening to the gospel, and that uh, you receive all of the blessings the uh, all of the uh, blessings of the kingdom of God, the kingdom blessings, praise you, Father God, in Jesus' mighty name, bind Satan, as we bind him with your word, in Jesus' name, that the souls are saved and the people of the Lord are given everything that you promised them, in Jesus' name, and everyone says amen. Amen. All right, now my son plays on this. He's just 16 years old. And I know there's a lot of talented 16-year-old uh, people, but here, uh, and they could very well play in our band, in uh, our orchestra, just like my son does. Uh, he's 16 years old. He'll be 17 next month in July. And uh, this is called, uh, this is the uh, Symphony Orchestra from Prague. In Czechoslovakia and with uh, the life choir here in Hollywood in the Hollywood choir with Angel Band this may sing in the lead you know there's nothing better than to know that you're going to heaven praise the Lord amen my latest son is sinking fast my race is nearly run My strongest trials now are past My triumph has begun
That's the way it really is. Uh, I'm singing country here. I, I like to sing country. I like to sing pop. I like to sing semi-classic. And uh, thank God he made it to where I can. <laughs> I used to sing rock and roll now and then um, and pop before I was a Christian. No, we don't do that any longer. Yeah, my voice has gotten older. But uh, praise the Lord. I'm still praising the Lord through it. Glory to God. That's what everybody needs to do. Whatever talent you've got, even if you've got any talent, I mean, just, uh, you know, here's some older person, you know, praising and thanking the Lord and giving glory and being happy that you're not growing older. You're just growing closer to home, the kingdom of heaven. Praise the Lord. All right. Now, this is first. Uh, we're still in Luke chapter one, verse 46. And Mary said, My soul does magnify the Lord. Uh, verse 47, And my spirit, her spirit, the spirit that's in her, has rejoiced in God my Savior. She doesn't say she's God or that she should be prayed to. She's saying that God uh, is her Savior. Um, in God her Savior. She's not a savior. She's no one to pray to. It's just that God blessed her and she's just praising and thanking God that he allowed her to be the incubator to bring forth Jesus, the man, into the world. God was in him, but um, it was uh, her. She just brought forth a, a man of a boy, a young boy, a young human boy. So, you know, learn how to get the true interpretation of the Bible because the Bible says that there's only one interpretation. That's God. It's, a, it's no private interpretation of the Bible. You must believe it as it is. Verse 48. For he, uh, God, has regarded the low estate of his handmaiden. The low estate. She was just a Jewish girl. The low. She says she admits it herself. For he, he wouldn't have chosen her if she thought she was going to be prayed to or that she wanted to be prayed to. I'm just, she says, his handmaiden. I'm not deity with him or anybody to pray to. I'm just his handmaiden doing what he wants me to do. He wants to impregnate me with Jesus, the Lord God. God come to the world in the flesh. He's a man, but God is in him. 
just like he is you and I if you're born again of the Spirit. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. I've been blessed by the Lord. And there's all kinds of people saying that I'm blessed too because they read the literature that the Lord has given me. Yeah, they hear my messages and they say, Tony, you're blessed. I mean, God has blessed you with the ability to preach the gospel and to write and to pastor. Verse 49, for he and then you are born again of the spirit. You're blessed too. What could be more blessed than for God to call you one of his sons? Oh, what uh, what a, a God has done, and uh, what manner of God do we have that he should call us his sons when we receive him into us and we uh, enter into his word and stay there? I mean, this is a great blessing. We're blessed, all of us. Verse 49, for he that is mighty... She doesn't say that I am mighty, but she says, He that is mighty hath done to me great things. He didn't uh, make me a great thing. He just did great things in her. And holy is his name. He's not a, um, he isn't a person that is a child molester. He says, she said, holy is his name. Holy, holy, holy God Almighty. Verse 50. And his mercy is on them that fear him. I fear God. You've got these um, people, whether they're deliberately ignorant or they are, um, they don't know the word well enough or they're just deceived, say that we don't have to fear God. But she said, and his mercy is on them that fear him, not reverence him. Naturally, if you fear him, you reverence him, but it's two different things. He says, fear not. Does that mean reverence not? No, it doesn't mean that. And his mercy is on all those that fear him from generation to generation. Verse 51. He has showed strength. With his arm. He has scattered the proud. In the imagination of their hearts. I ask that Father God. That you scatter the proud. They're uh, rising up all the time. Doing everything that they can to destroy the church. And to take uh, the church's property away. And to destroy the people in the church and the leader that you've appointed here on earth uh, of the church and the leader of all the people of the Lord. Verse 52, he hath put down the mighty from their seats and exalted them of low degree. Well, who are those of low degree? Those of us that are willing to be mocked and scoffed at just like Jesus was. And uh, he's going to uh, exalt us that are of low degree. He has put down the mighty, uh, the Pope, 
are these uh, presidents. Uh, they just don't have any shame. People are disgusted with them for years, and they still keep on keeping on. They just keep doing the evil things they're doing, thinking that the Pope will protect them. But what is the Pope going to do when the Lord comes down and yanks your spirit out of your body? Do you think that you're going to be protected by the Pope then or the government or all the bodyguards and all the things that you have, these entourages around you? Verse 53, he has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent empty away. Verse 54, he hath a hopen his servant Israel. He helped Israel in remembrance of his mercy. Verse 55, saying, I'm an Israelite. I'm a person. I wasn't born in Israel, but I'm Jewish. Verse 55, and the Lord stated that we'd be preaching the gospel to the Gentiles in these last days. Now, who wants to be a Jew? Um, I would think anybody that wants to be saved would want to be a Jew. You have to become a spiritual Jew in order to be able to be saved. So if you're anti-Semitic, you're anti-yourself. You're kicking against the cactus. It's going to be like pins and needles in your flesh and in your spirit. Verse 55, as he spake to our fathers, the other Jews, to Abraham, the first Jew, and to his seed, Forever, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, whose um, name was changed to Israel, verse 56, and Mary abode with her about three months and returned to her own house. Now Elizabeth's full time came that she should be delivered, and she brought forth a son. She didn't have other children before. She was barren. This, at her old age, was her first son, the first child, completely. Verse 58. And her neighbors and her cousins heard how the Lord had showed great mercy upon her. Well, why is it great mercy? You know, they're uh, calling it a sin now, and that people should be jailed and put to death if they have more than two children. Who are you? Ugly people, who do you think you are that you can tell God how many children we are supposed to have or to tell us? We're children of God. Let God do unto you what you want to do unto children. Uh, you unmerciful, uh, the Bible calls you a dog. Why don't you keep your big mouth shut because you're going to be so sorry just like Mr. Carlin, who uh, tried to talk his way out of his um, fate, he was mocking God right up to the very end. He said he wanted to be a dirty old, the oldest dirty old man going. Well, what do you think he's going to say to God when he, uh, what do you think he said to God when he came up before him? It's appointed unto man once to die, and immediately after that, the judgment. He's been there already, folks. He's been there. He's been judged, and he's been put where he's supposed to be. So the Lord has shown great mercy upon her. Why? Because she's going to have a child. Now, in Israel, uh, it's uh, they'll put you to death if you have an abortion. 
if you murder your own child because you're guilty of murder and you don't have a right to commit murder. This government, this anti-Christ satanic government, government gives people a license to murder, a license to fornicate, a license to be a homosexual, a license to be a lesbian, a license to lie like Mr. Clinton, a license to put out hit hits on uh, gospel preachers. Uh, they give a license to that. As a matter of fact, they promote it. And they do everything in their power to uh, tear churches down and to put undue stress on the church to where it's very hard to operate. They don't let you remodel. Uh, they make you pay thousands upon thousands of dollars for uh, permits and all the different things. And they go out and strain on you like you can't believe. But uh, her neighbors and her cousins heard how the Lord had showed great mercy upon her. He didn't make her deity, but he showed mercy on her. And I thank God he showed mercy on me as well. And they rejoiced with her. Well, that's nice. They didn't show any jealousy. Verse 59, and it came to pass that on the eighth day they came to circumcise the child, because that's what the Bible says to do uh, back then. And they called him Zach, uh, Zacharias after the name of his father. Verse 60, and his mother answered and said, not so, no, no. But he shall be called John. Because the angel said to call him John. So you do what the angel tells you to do. Verse 61. And they said unto her, There is none of thy kindred that is called by this name John. Verse 62. And they made signs to his father how he would have him called. Verse 63, And he asked for a writing tab uh, tab table or tablet and wrote, saying, His name is John. Uh, and they marveled, all of them. Verse 64, And his mouth was opened immediately, and his tongue loosed, and he spake and praised God. Verse 65, And fear came on all that dwelt around round about them. And all these sayings were noised abroad throughout all the hill country of Judea. Verse 66, And all they that heard them laid uh, them up in their hearts, saying, What manner of child shall this be? And the hand of the Lord was with him. Verse 67. And his father Zacharias was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, saying, 
verse 68, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, not Norway, not Sweden, not Watts, not, uh, you know, Czechoslovakia or uh, Palermo, Italy or Rome, but blessed be the Lord God of Israel. Israel. Because Israel is real. For he is the real land of God. For he has visited and redeemed his people. Verse 69. And hath raised up an horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. Now we go over to the other page here. Verse 70. As he spake by the mouth of his, you know, a lot of people say, well, he can't read that good. Well, yes, that's right. I'm legally blind, but I'm doing a great work for the Lord. My work is all over the world. What about you, critic? Okay, the main thing is, is that people are getting saved from my preaching. And it should be a shame unto you that you have maybe 20-20 vision. And you don't do anything. And I don't have 20-20 vision. I'm legally blind. And I'm bringing the gospel to the entire world and winning hundreds of millions of people. And so that means that you could do it as well. Probably even a better job than myself. But really, I'm the one doing it. Okay? And until then, keep your mouth shut, please. All right? Because you're being judged every second of the day by the Lord. And the Word of God judges you. I'm handicapped. And I'm doing a work that I don't know that anybody else is doing. In a great way. God is really using me. And I just praise and thank the Lord. Verse 70. As he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, verse 71, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us. Now, if that isn't a great promise from the Lord, there's the uh, building commissioner again coming after us and trying to do everything that they can to put us down. Lord, you said that you would smite and destroy our enemies. That you would save us from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us. Well, um, we don't hate you because we're commanded not to. We're to love our enemies. And that means that we're to keep the commandments before you. And one of the commandments is to resist you. And yet you would flee from us. And so the way I resist you enemies of mine is I pray to the Lord and tell him, Lord, resist and rebuke them, put them to shame. Put a stop to them. Don't let them do what they're attempting to do in Jesus' name. And that stops you. You hate us. But we don't hate you. We uh, bless you by preaching the gospel to you. Now, verse 72. To perform the mercy, we sow mercy to you. To perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. 
his holy promise, his holy deal, the contract. This is the New Testament written in his blood, folks. The New Testament written in his blood, his covenant. Verse 73, that he's going to protect us. He's going to perform mercy that he promised to our fathers and to remember his holy promise. Verse 73, the oath which he swore to our father Abraham. The oath. Uh, verse 74, that he would grant unto us that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear. That means without fear of our enemies. So if we do what he says, that he would grant unto us that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, he might serve, that we might serve him. You know, if uh, somebody delivers you, if God delivers you out of the hand of your enemies, then that should mean that you should serve him. Amen. Without any fear of your enemies, because you've seen him deliver you out of the hand of them. They are nothing. They're just clay with one breath in their nose, and that's all they have. Verse 75, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. Verse 76, and thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest. For thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways. Now, of course, Jesus is the Lord, but he's a human also, remember. And John the Baptist is making the way of the Lord straight, getting everybody to receive the gospel the way it really is. So that's what God, a part of the things that God has called me to do to get the word rightly divided into you. Now, all the different worms that have been in the world before me, uh, uh, before he brought me into the world, have taken away from the gospel and have turned it into heresy. But heresy can't save your soul. Only the word can. Verse 77, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people by the remission of their sins, the forgiveness of their sins through the blood of Jesus. Verse 78, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us. Well, we are able to see clearly now that Jesus came into the world as a man, He's God, and that he went out of the world as the Son of Man and the Son of God. God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Verse uh, 79. To give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. And that again is talking about peace between us and God because if you don't, if you haven't made peace with God, by getting all your sins forgiven. Well, my friend, uh, you don't have any happiness in your life whatsoever. If you're old and you know that you're going to die, or if you're sick and you know you're going to die, and you don't care anything about God, you're not going to be healed. And your main thing is you're not going into heaven. 
And there's the only other alternative. It's not an alternative. It's you're going to hell. In the Lake of Fire, verse 80. And the child grew. Jesus, uh, this uh, John the Baptist grew and waxed strong in spirit and was in the deserts, plural, till the day of his showing unto Israel. Not Norway, Sweden, Denmark. Not Puerto Rico, Mexico, or any place but Israel. Remember that. That's the Holy Land. Now, this is chapter 2. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. Got to get together the IRS, right? Verse 2. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. Verse 3. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. Verse 4. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, where the Lake of Galilee is, or the Sea of Galilee, or they called Lake Kenareth, out of the city of Nazareth into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David. Joseph was. And Mary. Verse 5. To be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife being great with child. Verse 6. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. Verse 7. And she brought forth her firstborn son. So there were other sons, but none were begotten by the Holy Spirit when they were born. So she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Verse 8. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field keeping watch over their flocks by night. Verse 9, And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. Verse 10, And the angel said unto them, Fear not. I'm not saying don't fear the word of God or don't fear God. But fear not what I'm going to tell you now, because this is our tidings of great joy. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. You mean the Jews and the Gentiles as well? Yes, the Jews and Gentiles as well. Verse 11. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. This is the Messiah. Verse 12. 
And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Verse 13. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Verse 14, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Verse 15, And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said uh, one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which is come uh, to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. God has let us know that the Savior is being born in Bethlehem of Judea, the city of David. Verse 16. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. My Lord and my God, God Almighty, they wouldn't even let him in the inn. Verse 17. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. All right, so the Lord shows how humble he is by being born in a manger where there's livestock in there. And here are all these people that have billions of dollars and millions and millions of dollars. They're living in penthouses. They buy an apartment from Donald Trump, who is... Um, in debt over his ears and uh, pretends to be a billionaire when he actually, uh, according to his own words, stated that he doesn't have anything. One time he says that, the next minute he says he has billions. He owes the bank. All those properties belong to the bank. And I believe that Mr. Uh, Donald Trump will uh, explain that. But they're sitting in these big places, living way above their means or living in their means and even above anything that most people, humble people, could ever even dream of. And uh, here they are, God Almighty, in the flesh, being born in a manger with livestock. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying, which was told them concerning this child. Verse 18, And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. Verse 19, But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. So many things were happening to this girl. I remember when I first got saved, I mean, there was so many, I'd never experienced the supernatural in my life. And here in this office, when I'm in the middle of this promotion for this young singer, uh, I mean, the Lord comes down and talks to me and makes me tell the people in the room about the Lord Jesus Christ and that he's coming back to earth again. And then all of a sudden, I uh, he showed me that he knows everything that I did. And his spirit came upon me and I... Uh, realized that he knew every blade of grass, every hair on people's heads, every piece of dirt, every earth, every piece of sand 
on the seashore, which is impossible for anyone to know except God. And then he started showing me signs and wonders and visions, and he showed me heaven and hell. And he, uh, I saw, I heard the torture in hell. People groaning and moaning and so disappointed. They're still uh, sitting there in chains, and they see where they're going. They're there. They say, oh, my God, it's true. I mean, we, why did we not believe it? We thought they were a bunch of heretics like the Vatican said they were. And here they were the only ones on the face of the earth that knew the truth. And that's why I say I'm so happy that God poured out his mercy on me because I didn't believe those things either. And that's why I have compassion also on people that are unbelieving, but I don't condone their unbelief. Nobody had the chutzpah to come before me and tell me the truth because I was quite a uh, angry person and a person that was very bitter. I just hated life. There wasn't anything in life for me. I didn't trust anybody. Didn't believe in God or Jesus and hear the Lord opened up these supernatural miracles and told me there's something more to live for than the things on this earth, that we're not to live for these things, that these things don't amount to anything. And I immediately dropped that promotion and everything and uh, that I was doing and began seeking for the Lord. And I, as a man, kept all those things, uh, and I pondered them in my heart. Here she's uh, in a manger, and she's, uh, you know, having this child. And uh, the shepherds came, and they returned, uh, glorying, and they brought him gold, frankincense, and myrrh, and uh, they just called him the Son of God, and the angel said he's going to be the Son of God that he's God Almighty, the Almighty God, and she's pondering these things. So what thing is this? I mean, what is God doing and what is he going to do? Is what I thought. And then the Lord uh, put me with this woman that was so, uh, and in a supernatural vision. And I, I <laughs> so many things were happening. I was just standing in amazement. I was like standing in a cloud, a real bright cloud, but I didn't know uh, what was going to happen to me or what what is the meaning of all these things. And I can imagine that she was thinking the same thing. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen. Uh, to God be the glory for all the things he has done, as it was told unto them. And um, this is verse 21. And when eight days were um, accomplished for the circumcising of the child, his name was called Jesus. So we know that the Messiah is not a woman because he got circumcised, okay? Isn't that common sense? I hope so. I hope that you believe common sense in the Bible, which was so named of the angel before he was uh, conceived in the womb. Now, God doesn't have a woman, so you shouldn't pray to anyone that has a womb. <laughs> Mary. Uh, is not God, and she's not uh, the mediator between God and man. Jesus is. He's the only mediator between God and man. 
So I love you Catholic people and I want you to receive the truth because if you don't receive the truth, which is Christ, well then you can't go to heaven and your religion will do you no good. And there's no such thing as purgatory. Don't worry about it. Just believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, the word of God, and thou shalt be saved. Verse 22. And when the days of her purification, according to the law of Moses, were uh, accomplished. Well, see, the law of Moses stated that a woman that had a child uh, would have to abstain from having sexual relationships for so many days, so many uh, whatever. And uh, so she had to wait and she had to be cleansed. They brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. They had to present him before the Lord. Well, how could that be? He's the Lord. Yes, but he's the Lord on earth, just like the Lord is in us. The Lord was in him. And we still have to pray to God. The Lord is in us and the Lord is in heaven. The Lord is everywhere. And that's why it's not so hard to talk to him. He's everywhere and he can hear your whisper. He knows everything you're thinking, everything you're knowing, everything that you are thinking and con contemplating to do. And he knows what the intentions of your heart are. So pray to him. Say to the Lord, thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. And don't be angry at saying that because you're dealing with God here. Verse 23, as it is written in the law of the Lord, every male that openeth the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. So the Lord Jesus is called holy. Verse 24, and uh, I was the firstborn too, so I reckon I was holy because the Lord called me and chose me, verse 24, and to offer a sacrifice according to that which is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves, or two young pigeons, verse 25. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and the same man was just and devout. He was just. I mean, everything that he did was according to God's justice. Waiting for the consolation of Israel. What is the consolation of Israel? It's the Messiah. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. Verse 26. And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord Christ. Verse 27. And he came by this Holy Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law, Verse 28, then took he him up in his arms and blessed God and said, verse 29, Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. And uh, 
Now it's time to read letters. I'm going to continue this in the next message, so make sure you tune in. Um, where's the first letter from, please? From Imperial Beach, California. Okay, what do they have to say? Thank you very much for answering my petition for literature and newsletters in both English and Spanish language. I am extremely happy to have received them. I cannot wait to get to work for the Lord. Several people know me already and ask me for your literature and recordings. It's my prayer to the Lord that every household in the city of Tijuana, Mexico, in San Diego, California, get one of your messages. Thank you again, Pastor Lamo. May the Lord continue to give you the same spirit that he gave Joshua. May the Lord fight against all the enemies of the Alamo Christian Church. Signed, Martin Howard from Imperial Beach, California. Yes, indeed, Brother Martin Howard. Yes, indeed. May God come against every one of our enemies. And he does, and he will continue doing so. So if I were an enemy of the Lord, I would immediately cease and desist. Okay, do you have another letter? Yes. Where's it from? From Koforadi, Ghana, Africa. Okay, let's hear what they have to say. I have received a number of your literature, and they speak directly to my heart. Let God strengthen you to write more in Jesus' name, Agbeko Constant, from Koforadwa, Ghana, Africa. Well, that was a shorty. I think we have time for one more short one, if you have it. Do you have another yes. short one? Okay, go ahead. This one's from <coughs> Brenham, Texas. Mm-hmm. It says... Dear Brother Lamo, greetings, Yahweh bless you, and keep up the good work, your brother in Christ, Leon Ray, from Brenham, Texas. Oh, praise the Lord, Brother Ray, Leon Ray. God bless you very much, and all you folks out in Radio Land that have received the Spirit of the Lord, and are really seeking the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Now, the Bible tells us when we accept the Lord into our heart that we are a son of God. That's very easy for you to do. It's just a matter of saying this prayer, uh, which God hears. If you believe that God hears your prayer, then you must believe that he's going to answer it. Because he does say that all who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So why don't you say this prayer now and uh, become born of the Spirit? doesn't matter what you think you are, who you're supposed to be or whatever. The Lord says that he answers everyone that calls upon him. So say this prayer to the Lord, and you'll be saved from hell, the lake of fire. You don't believe in that? Well, God said there was that, and he can't lie, so believe it, all right? Say to the Lord, my Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God, and I believe that um, he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe that you, Father God, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart, and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus, Father God, Holy Spirit. Wash all my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul. I know because your word says so. Your word says that you'll turn no one away, and that includes me. Therefore, I know that you have heard me, and I know that you have answered me, and I know that I am saved. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. Now just raise your hands up and praise and thank the Lord, and give him all the glory and the praise and the honor. And share and tell our listening audience 
How to receive a copy of this program, number 727. It's free of charge. Just tell us whether you want a CD or an audio tape. Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas, 75505, or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370, or fax to area code 479-782-7406. This is World Pastor Tony Alamo saying, um, tune in again tomorrow for another straight, perfect way that you can, and the only way that you can enter the kingdom of heaven. This is myself here singing, Have Thine Own Way, Lord. This is how we'd gone through a lot of old tapes, and I didn't even remember that I had done. I did another version of Have Thine Own Way, Lord, and this is a country version of it. I'm not afraid to sing any kind of style, and Have Thine Own Way, Lord. Hell.